All right, welcome in on another episode of the Outside of the Lines podcast. I am your co-host, Mason, joined by none other than Jacob Newton. And today we got a little bit of a Kansas breakdown as well as K-State preview. And of course, we are presented by BNC Fieldhouse. You know, got the best drink deals on Welch Avenue and it's the best place to watch the big game. And of course, if you're sick and tired of all the other food on Welch Avenue, they got great cheeseburgers. And to my knowledge, I think they have the only cheeseburgers on Welch Avenue. We talked a little bit about that with Andy, but nonetheless, we'll get into our Kansas breakdown and we won 59 to seven and that was our kansas breakdown what you very think good of the breakdown. game very good breakdown <laughs> very thorough um happened a couple of weeks ago honestly i would be sad if there was any other result if it was any closer um so uh, you don't yeah. have to dive much into it it is like unlv it's um, unlv I've, all over again yes but we hopefully don't get the result after UNLV um, again. Yeah. As we play yeah. maybe a little bit tougher, big 12 opponent. I mean, you know, what sucks here is it's Brocktober. Everyone knows we play best in this month. Okay. And yet we're still having to deal with a bye week and a second bye week that takes over two of our weekends. Thus, you know, not really allowing us to take full advantage of Brocktober, in my opinion. So I'm a little concerned like that. I mean, I, I wish we had, you know, OU, OSU, and okay, I'm, I'm cool with Kansas State all being in October. That would be ideal. But I don't know. You, you win Kansas exactly like you should. And, I mean, Hunter Deckers, he keeps getting brought up whenever he's here. Dude, we are going to be so fine when Purdy's gone. I, I, I obviously still like Purdy more. I didn't like it when he got benched earlier this season. But, man, he, he's – He's just such a special talent. He's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, you know, the saying's always the backup quarterback's the fan base's favorite favorite player. Um, yeah. It's a very common football thing. But honestly, Decker's does definitely pass the eye test. Um, but, you know, we're excited. It's Brocktober, man. Like, Brocktober's been fun the last couple of years. Like, last year mm-hmm. was literally the first October loss in his career. But before that, I mean, October's were just amazing. And so I think everyone kind of gets riled up when it gets a little bit colder. It becomes almost sweatshirt weather. And it also it's just cyclone weather though. It's cyclone weather, man. It's it's truly cyclone weather. And so I'm excited. You know, Camel's teams always love to find their footing at, at this point in the year. As much and as it kills so, us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so Hopefully the this team is the same and we're we're beginning our push for um you know a big 12 berth or or being really competitive there. And you know, you never know what can happen after that. They obviously have to play really well to be, you know, in that competition. But with Oklahoma kind of taking care of Texas, it's become a little bit of a, you know, race for second at this point, with yeah. you know, them being about the, I, I mean, I'm in Oklahoma State. I don't think Oklahoma State's lost yet. No, they're undefeated. I, they're I think they're the now. only two undefeated ones. So, but I mean. It, it's almost scary that Spencer is getting benched. I mean, he, I loved our chances against Oklahoma watching him play. And I'll first just raise my hand. I was so wrong about that guy. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I mean, I still have, like, this weird, you know, in, in another – 
in another planet that my brain is in. I still believe that he's the most talented quarterback in college football right now. But in the real world, oh my goodness, he, he is he's looking like a train wreck. And who is it? Is it Caleb Williams? They're the backup that came in. He looks like a stud. Like he came in and looked like the best quarterback in college football, which honestly shouldn't be too surprising because OU usually does have the best quarterback in in the country. So it's, it's very interesting to kind of watch us develop. Yeah, so many Heismans. It's very interesting, though. And I mean, I uh, I am now a lot more scared of Oklahoma, seeing that Rattler is probably going to transfer from there now. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not sure what to say about that, but I will say that we shouldn't even be thinking about Oklahoma because I was just about to say, to take, I, I, <laughs> we have to take care I of curtailed that in a completely different direction. It's okay. I did mention Oklahoma. So I'll, I kind of, I pass it to you and then you just definitely, you dribbled it the wrong way, but that's okay. I do, I do. <laughs> Anyways, man, I'm, I'm worried. I, I don't like feeling like this, but I mean, K-State's only two losses this year have been to the two best teams in the Big 12, and they've been competitive in the games, and we're at K-State, and we gave them an ass-whooping last year. Like, it is all these sort of elements that are combined that I just, it makes me a little bit worried. Um, You know, and I don't even know, like, I was trying to look up like I would say it off a of bye week the last couple of years. Cause I feel like we are so we're like a seesaw off the bye. I don't, yeah. I don't think it's, there's a real rhyme or reason or pattern if we, you know, use our bye weeks well and stuff like that. So, but I, you know, I, I don't know. I, in this case, it team's looking good. It's going to be a battle. It always is a battle with case. Like it was an absolute anomaly last year when we just took them to yeah. the woodshed. But no one expected that. No, it, it was it was wild. I like I'm always nervous going to K State, man. Like ever since the Lazard happenings with the all the the PI and, and not called PI, I should say. Um, you know, and then even with the the I mean the when we wore the blacks at night, um, and it was cold as hell in Ames. That was a great game though. Um just a lot of fun to be there. But even that game, mm-hmm. we were down 14 in the fourth. And we were down 17 in the fourth. It was 17. I thought it was like 14 with 12 minutes left. It might, and maybe it was 17 in the second half. I thought it was the fourth. It might have been. Nonetheless, it It was a crazy. We've definitely memed it before. I, it was one of our, (laughs) our, our our good long running memes. Um, you know, don't forget that, Mm -hmm. you know, I would say beat number three ranked Oklahoma and Norman as 31 point underdogs. Um, that will never not be forgotten or never be forgotten. There we go. Um, you know, so. Well, with K-State, one thing that – so Nevada actually is not that bad, um, and same with Stanford. And those are honestly two decent wins. They're not the best wins imaginable, but they're they're nothing to totally pick apart. But their pass defense is where I think we can, you know, get them. Nevada had over 300 yards passing. Oklahoma only had three incompletions all game. And there's my dog playing with a stupid door stopper. <laughs> Liam, edit this out. Ralph, don't do that. Stop. Okay, back on. <laughs> but, yeah, so their passing defense, you know, definitely needs some work. And Sanders from OSU, he lit them up. So the way we're going to win is 
through Purdy and through our receivers, just the air threat overall. And that's kind of, I'm so conflicted because that's obviously kind of what's probably been a little bit more on the disappointing side this year. And I, I'm just afraid that we're going to show up um, lackadaisical, like we kind of have all season, but at the same time, I still like have a lot of confidence in our weapons in the passing game. Like, Kolar, I, we've mentioned these guys' names every single episode. And I'm just, I'm still in this, you know, weird little mindset where I just know it's out there and I know it's going to click eventually. And I think this is the game. I got a weird confidence, and which is terrible because whenever I'm confident, that's when shit hits a fan. So that's probably not a good thing. But, you know, if, if we can move the ball downfield, it'll open up a lot for Brees. And I think it could just be points, 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 points. But, Last thing, they've had one touchdown to a wide receiver all year. One. Now, Deuce Vaughn out of the backfield, he scares me. He's damn good. Very fast. Very good um, uh, in, in the receiving game as well. So that's kind of where they've been getting a lot of their pass touchdowns. Um, but, you know, that's probably where I have the least amount of confidence maybe in our pass defense. Like, I, I would much rather – go up against a, a run heavy team than a pass heavy team, just because I think we're more likely to stop the run. Um, now that's just me, but geez, you know, if we can get pressure on Skylar Thompson, I think he's overrated. He's good. I think he's overrated. Um, but he's a guru when he has time, he can really pick defenses apart. So I, I think it really just depends on line play. And I, I think we would maybe have the edge there, but uh, yeah, I don't know. We, we haven't won in Manhattan in I think over 10 years, I think. And um, I don't know. Yeah. We put an ass whooping on them last time at, at, at Jack Trice. Um, but yeah, we'll see. It, Man, Manhattan's a weirdly tough place for us to play, which I would have ever predicted that, but it has been in the past. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, I think you saying that you feel confident made me feel even worse because <laughs> you've had terrible confidence predictions, even just this year. So I, I always that, hate right? when I'm confident for Iowa State games. Like I hate it so much because I'm like, mm -hmm. this is not good and I should not be feeling this way. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know what to say on that. I, I this is, it's like you said, it's in Manhattan, man. It's going to be a, it's going to be a tough environment. Like K-State's they, they're very similar to us as a school. Like it's yeah. their land grant, they're agricultural based, you know, they're in the middle of nowhere, basically it's um, there's a lot of similarities and the so, state school I, of the state state schools, they, they grind it out, man. They, you know, they, they, they usually, rarely don't show up and at least they're yeah. gonna they're gonna try and you know just pound the ball possess you out possess you and make you you know i don't know so yeah i, I don't know I, I really don't know how i feel about this game I, i'm not i'm not crazy optimistic okay i well, i, I do you love want this me to, team. yeah do you want me to give you some less confidence i have in the game to make you feel a little bit better Sure. Yeah. Okay. So walk yourself away from your confidence. Yeah. I, I need to, I, I'm seeing the, that Iowa state is 6.5, you know, favorite. I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm feeling it there. But no, what scares me is Kansas state has had a touchdown off of a kick 
against Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Past two games, they scored a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so there we go. If we're going to lose special teams, I mean, they're the easy scapegoat. You're like, all right, what's what's the hole in our team? And you just point to special teams. It's, it's almost so easy to talk about that I feel almost unintellectual because, it's, like I said, they're the scapegoat at this point. They're just the easy little thing to point your finger at and say you're going to lose the game for us, which isn't fair. I mean, let, let's let's try and give them a chance. I really hope I'm wrong, but that scares me. we got to contain them. I, I, yeah, special teams. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that, that made me feel way less confident. The the kickoff set, oh, gosh, I, I'm like, I didn't like that. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, that. but it's, for what it's worth, it made me a little bit less confident in the game. That's I actually am really scared about that. I think I'm us being favored by almost a touchdown makes me even more worried because I'm just like, no. I'm like, I'm like, no, there's no way. I can't. But, Non-Iowa State, non-Farmageddon fans will look at that game last year and be like, oh, 45 nothing. Iowa State's returning, what, 20 of their 21 starters? Dumb people are going to pick Iowa State. 20, we we got 22. 22. Starters. No, oh, I said 20 out of 22 starters returning. They said 20, 20 out of 21 starters. I don't know. You know, last but. time – Last time you, I thought you misheard me. I went back and listened to the episode, and I was wrong. So you're probably right. <laughs> well, well, you can go back and not. hear yourself say 21 because I'm very certain that's what you said. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh shit! I think I did. <laughs> you definitely did. Whatever. But and if not, Liam, cut that. If not, Liam, you can cut this. No, leave leave all this in, Liam. I I want people to know that I'm right, even though I'm probably wrong, but, but yeah, nonetheless, like I do not like that. We're favorites. It's almost like whenever we're favorited, that's when we shit our pants. And, and that's, that's Iowa state all year. You know, we've been favorited to go to the big 12 championship. Some of us have even been, or some people have even had us going to the college football playoffs. I still don't understand that. Even when, before the season even started, I was just like, that's, that's never going to happen. Well, I shouldn't say never, but I bought into it a little bit. I was like, I can see it. But yeah. you could. What what percent I mean, of you bought into it? Huh? What percent of you bought into it? Like eight percent. Okay. All right. That's fair. Like I like I, I think if you like simulated what like ten thousand college football seasons, I would have said like eight percent of them. I would say it would maybe have a chance of making the CFP. And then one out of those eight, would we win? Um, yeah, probably not. <laughs> Damn. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's literally irrelevant. So <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. We don't have to think about it. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, it, it should be a good game. It, it always is. I, last year wasn't, but that was fun for us. But no, that was yeah, a great I, game. I love that game so much. <laughs> I, I I went to West Virginia at Jack Trice too. There is nothing better than to just watch a shit kicking because you're just you don't have anxiety. It's it's Low amazing. Anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like I'm already I already gotta like let. Like, you know, like I don't have fingernails ever on Saturdays, like just immediately start getting bit because I get nervous as hell. And so, um, and I'm prepared for that to be the case here. Like it's very Iowa State-esque and 
it's what we sign up for every every Saturday, every sporting event. They do it across all sports. They love a good close game. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're ride or die. But speaking like, of close game, oh sorry, keep going. I was about to. Interrupt right. you. I was just gonna say we're ride or die, and we like know it. Like I feel like every Iowa State fan knows that they are just getting in some shit when they sign up to wear the Cardinal and gold. So speaking of getting in some shit, um, I just want to talk a little bit about Iowa, Penn State. Have you been seeing all the reactions on Twitter about the fake injury and just everything that's been happening? You know, I haven't that much. I'm also in like Penn State country too. Um, a lot of people that I'm around are Penn State fans. And have you heard much about that game? I, I really haven't because I hate hearing about Iowa. So, like, yeah. <laughs> especially now, I am like, oh, my God, these guys are so annoying and uh, whatever. I saw this I saw this crazy stat where they're just, like, murdering everyone in starting field position. And I was like, yep, like, it's fair Iowa. They were, they were beating teams by, like, on average by, like, it was, like, 15 to 25 yards on better average starting field position. And it's just, like – Oh my Dude. gosh. Like they just they and, make it easy on on their their offense. Oh yeah. And they don't make they don't beat themselves. Like it's it's mm-hmm. working for them. Like it's not like they have a crazy like high profile offense. Their offense just literally like does enough and their defense and special teams are amazing and they're well deserving of their 2 seed and I just I'm really rooting for Wisconsin in a couple of weeks. That's all I'm going to say. Mhm. Going back to that, the whole thing with their field position, you know, they have had, let's see, the third best field position of any other team in the country. And one of the worst when it came to the finishes of their drives. So basically, you know, for dumb brains like me, all that means is their offense is very very much so not taking advantage of the opportunities that they're being given, but they're still good enough to win these games. And I mean, you know, to Penn State's point, yeah, they they would have won if they had their starting quarterback, but I, I hate to back up Iowa. You're only as good as your backups. You have to expect injuries. Injuries are part of the game. So I hate the whole, oh, we would have beat your ass if we, yeah, you probably would have, but that's not what happened. And that's not the game of football. You have got to play through this adversity and you've got to, you know, play through injuries. And so I I don't like that at all, but you know, I'm also very conflicted on the injury thing. I saw the play. I know you probably haven't, but there was a, a few times that the injuries looked pretty legit. And I think from there, I was just getting really fed up because their momentum was getting slowed down, but then the fourth injury happened and that one looked a little shady. So that was why they lost it. Um, but granted, dude, you, it's just, it's just one of those things, just control your reactions. Even if you know what's going on, like you got to be aware of your surroundings, be aware that there are cameras around you. And like the, the assistant coach for Iowa was like mocking his injury when apparently actually all four of the players didn't return to the game. So there was some legitimacy to these injuries that were out there. Um, but I don't know. It, it was just a really interesting, interesting game for Iowa and Penn state. And I hate to say it like I, that Iowa fan base, they keep making a really bad name for themselves. Like it's, it's not a surprise to people like me who have been dealing with Iowa fan bases my whole life, but 
the big 10 has been aware of it too, but now I'm starting to get nationally recognized. And in the weirdest way, I'm, I'm almost kind of like, I don't like this for the state of Iowa. And, and I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I, I can't believe I'm kind of like partially wanting to root for Iowa to have, I don't know, a better reputation. Is that stupid to say? I mean, I don't know. Every, every fan base has like bad eggs. It was the entire we all, stadium. We all are a little biased. It was tough. Speaking. It was a tough <laughs> look. We're biased speaking about Iowa too. We, we do have to recognize that. We're, we mm-hmm. we bring a little bias to the table. You know, I I think, I don't know. Penn State people are also like, I live in Pennsylvania. Disclaimer. So I do want to say, I'm not just like speaking out of my butt here for people that are not aware. I do live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It has a fair amount of... Um, Penn State grads here, a fair amount of people that I know went to Penn State. It is culty, man. It is like, it is right below like Texas AM for like culty, like super, just like, I don't know, like the vibe. You can just like, you can tell when stuff is like kind of a cult. And Penn State football is literally like kind of a cult. Like they think that like whiting out is like the craziest thing ever. Like we all wear a same color once a year and it's like the coolest thing ever. It's like, okay, it does look like, kind of cool though. Like, but like, it's like Iowa thinking that they invented like the color black. They like think they invented like getting an entire fan base to wear one color to like, then they're like, oh, it's the whiteouts, like the best thing in college football. And it's just like, okay, like, Sure, it's cool that you guys fit like 110,000 people in your stadium and make them all wear white. But like, so like, I'm just saying that like in this fight uh, that we are just watching from the sidelines at this point, there are definitely like very strong fan bases on both sides. And I think Mm -hmm. it definitely brings out the worst in both of them. They both are very highly ranked. And so it's just a great, interesting clash of fan bases of, that like can be a little bit hard to tolerate um to be nice so yeah to be very nice but you know congrats to iowa what are they number two now that's actually impressive their defense deserves that ranking their offense doesn't i've I've been very (laughs) vocal about the offense and i will not shut up about the offense but um nonetheless congrats to them their defense is uh, is just insane i do really respect their defense and i freaking hate them so much but I get it. Um, now, shit, I was going to say something. Liam, cut this part out. But um, oh, I wanted I, to add something, and I almost went on a tangent. And it will also bring it back to no, Go on a, a tangent. Go for it, no, man. Go, no. off, go off King. Go off King. There was someone today, funniest tweet I've seen on Twitter in a while, that took, like, the Cyclone equipment when we <laughs> announced our uniform colors. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he did he did white purple white he goes yep. i cannot believe that i would say is wearing alternate purples to k-state this week and literally there was a hawk fan in it that was like dude you won't believe it man they wore black against Iowa, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone just started dunking on this guy but props to the guy from k-state who made this i, I i'm going to look it up we quote tweeted him it was easily the the funniest thing that I saw on Twitter today. It legitimately made me chuckle. I thought it was just great Twitter content. Um, thirty it at is thirty three KSU. 
I would like to give you major props. It has 122 retweets, 64 quote tweets, and 1,215 likes right now. It's very <laughs> funny. It is very Wait, funny. Who's the <laughs> hawk that replied? Because honestly, credit to him. Last I checked, he still hadn't deleted that tweet, and it was no. It's up. It's up hour. right now. Yeah. Okay. Dude, credit to you, Rob man. Sherman, tweets. I like 57. That. Rob Sherman. Get him on the pod. I'll, I'll talk. This to is ridiculous. Minutes, fun. ISU needs to stick with their school colors and stop copying other schools. And then he had a follow-up tweet. So he, he doubled down on this shit. Oh, yeah. Purple isn't even one of their colors. Maybe if they focus less on jerseys and more on football, they'd be winning more. Okay. And then the top reply is, Iowa State's been wearing purple for decades, Robert. Please research. <laughs> the dude should have just pulled out his notes app and just gone off on there and tweeted that. Man, very funny um, though. That was that was that was my favorite thing on Twitter. Um, the other thing that I wanted to add is that on this tweet that the guy made to edit, this uniform is way fucking better than anything Casey has ever worn. Oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> no, it looks clean. Really it looks it's so crisp, clean, man. dude. It's crisp. Like, oh my god, they, they wear yeah, that I'm weird gray. It it's so hard to incorporate a good gray. Like. Mm-hmm. It's just not a good color. It doesn't look good on TV. It struggles. And like when it gets wet too, then it gets like darker. And it's just, it's hard. It's a really hard color to, to work through. But mm-hmm. yes, um, I w- so I was going to bring that up when we were talking about uh, Hawk fans and them, you know, whatever. So I, I will say this. I always feel a need to talk about Iowa. So I'm going to be the first one to say, there's they have so much rent in my brain it is unreal it's kind of like my whole thing with tom brady he just pisses me off so much and i freaking hate him but i obsess over him and i am always thinking about you know how i can you know convince people that he's not the goat i can't believe i just said that on air i really hope people don't come at me for that but yeah credit to iowa you guys are always running through my brain i always talk about you guys and um, you piss me off a lot. So congrats. I, I think that's kind of the point of a lot of what you guys do on Twitter. And, and, you know, in a way you're good at it. So I actually just found a tweet come out that one of the guys that I will booed PJ Mustafer is out for the season. So Ooh. I don't know if he was faking that to slow down. I was offense there. Um, yeah. <laughs> also, I saw someone tweet. Oh, let's see here. I actually, I have it somewhere anyway, but there, there's going to be dead air for a bit. Liam edit this out. I, I need to pull up this tweet. I need to, Oh man. I can sing. Okay. Should I sing during this? Go ahead and sing. Okay. Um, what do you want me to sing? Um, baby got back. Baby got back. I don't, uh, there's a lot of pressure here. I've never done karaoke before. Really? Like ever. Yeah, not even like drunk. And I've been drunk before. I know you might not believe <laughs> Okay, I found it. Liam, back on. Yeah, edit this back in, Liam. Okay. So, Iowa was complaining about the injury stopping their momentum. All right. At Elkhorn Capitan, Ryan Stivers, he said... Iowa had the 11th slowest pace offense on any team in the country Saturday, yet their head coach is claiming Penn State faked injuries to slow them down. That definitely checks out. Good find, Ryan. That is ridiculous. Like, if there's any team in the entire country complaining about slowing their momentum, oh, my gosh. 
I was the last one to talk about that. They do not play off of momentum. They play off of the lack of momentum from other teams. So that is a pretty like, know your role. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't be complaining about that, Iowa. I mean, this it's just it's just a bad look overall. And also it's just a bad argument for what your offense is. There's the dog barking. Liam, you got your work cut out for you today. All right. um, So I think we should get this train back on the, the rails here. Um, Do you want to give a prediction of the case game? Yeah. Yeah. And for the sake of jinxing it, because I'm I'm pretty notorious with that, I'm not going to go anything crazy. But I do think Iowa State's going to win. I'm just going to give it a nice 27-24 win. We're not going to win. We're not going to cover the spread, but we'll win a close one against them. I, I don't know. I, I'm I just think we're going to, like I've said in the past, find our swagger with the passing game. And I really think uh, I'm I'm feeling confident enough. I'm feeling confident enough. So 27-24. How about you? I I don't know, man. I I think if this game's at Jack Trice, I'm like feeling a lot better. But I don't know. I, I, I just think Manhattan's gonna be bumping. I I, I do. It, it worries me a little bit. Um I think Casey ekes it out. Ooh. All right. I like that. I know. I I know. I, I don't like to be this, but no, I like it. I, I like it when we disagree. I think I think what, what else can sure, we argue about? I don't even know. That's true. Um, I would love to be wrong. I love being wrong about this stuff. Um I would I would love for Iowa State to put up another 45 nothing burger. That would that would I would love to just have poop on my face the next day with that and just be like, oh yeah, no, not even close. Wow, you're you're an idiot. You're a dumb idiot. I want to be a dumb idiot here. But I don't know. I it it's gonna be a it's gonna be a grind. And I just I really think that the the slight home field advantage um might just might just lean K-State a little bit. Yeah. And and I mean they do have a good home crowd. They they do. Um I definitely respect their fan base. I'm actually going to a Kansas state wedding this Saturday. So, you know, pray for me, that's going to be tough, but yeah, I I think it will be a very tough game. I wouldn't be too terribly surprised if Kansas state, you know, smidges by us, but you know, we shall see. Um, Do you have anything else before we close new? I really don't, you know, just want to thank everyone for, for listening and, um, you know, interacting with our, our content. We hope you're enjoying it and obviously feel free to give us any feedback or, or comments or reviews or tell me I'm a big dumb idiot when we lose or win. So definitely that everyone can call me a big dumb idiot. You can tag me on Twitter though. I'm not active on my main account. So, um, <laughs> But mm-hmm. other than that, like, roll clones is always. Roll clones I'm, I'm is always. I'm glad Iowa State's back. I, I, uh, I, I missed it. I, I really miss, you know, being really anxious for three hours on a weekend. 
on a Saturday of all days, the one day that's mm-hmm. like enjoyable in life. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, no, we, we appreciate you guys listening, but um, really excited for next week's episode. We got a very special guest is Josh Lenz. One of the great Iowa state wide receivers in the early 2010s played in the NFL for a few years too. Guy's just a complete stud. So excited to have him on the pod. We were actually going to have him on this week, but uh, some scheduling conflicts just fell through. You know, these interviews are tough. They're tough to schedule out, but they're a lot of fun for us. Hopefully you guys enjoy them too. So, you know, we're going to continue to try and get some out there for you. We have a lot in the queue. Scheduling is just a bitch to to just be very candid. And, um, you know, we're going to continue to work to try and get these interviews out there. And, um, you know, please just, uh, you know, bear with us. Let us know what you think. Appreciate you guys listening. But like Newt said, cheer hard if you're in Manhattan. And nonetheless, roll clones. And as always, we would like to give a final shout out to our sponsor, BNC Fieldhouse. Ben's King of Ames. Best place, best drink deals on Welch. Best place to watch the big game. And with that, roll clones. Roll clones.